0: W-O-C-O-L-P, 103.9 FM, Knoxville. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention,
1: please? Digital Free Thought Radio Radio Hour.
0: the swirl of smoke from candles burning while mary looked up yawning i got confirmed and i confessed i really felt that i was blessed plus i love my uniform so did the boy who lived next door Something changed when I became of age, and all those things
2: I thought were true. Someday I'd break the big no. oh, go down. And this is Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. I'm Doubt Five. Uh, this is WOZL one hundred three point nine LPFM live in Knoxville, Tennessee. You're listening to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour, and I'm Larry Rhodes, and I'm here with uh, Wombat. Are you there, Wombat?
1: The Wombat's here. Hey, What's up? <laughs> okay. I'm still here. Very All right, All right, Great.
2: Go. This is a live atheist call-in radio show, and we'll be talking about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism, and the sciences. Conversely, we'll also talk about religion, religious faiths, gods, holy books, and superstition. And despite what Steve Martin would have you think, there are an awful lot of atheist songs out there, and you'll hear some of them right here on this program and generally on this station as they are in rotation. We'll also be talking about atheist and rationalist groups that exist here in Knoxville and how you can connect with them. Also, did you know that there was an atheist call-in television show here broadcasting in Knoxville? And it has been broadcasting for almost seven years. Do you know that, one, Wombat?
1: I knew it. It has tap dancing, and there's, like, free soda that comes at the end, and it's like, uh, ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, like I, don't like that, that. Right? I don't think oh, that. I don't think that.
2: But uh, we'll uh, tell you a little more about it, uh, how to listen to it, and maybe even interact with it. And if you're in the mood or in the want-tos, you can always become a co-host or a uh, guest on the shows. Uh, this is a call-in radio show, by the way, this is uh, the Joe Thought Radio R, and you can call and talk to us during the show and interact with us, have a conversation at 865-333-5937. 865-333-5937. Eight, three, 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 865 Eight six five 3, three 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 five nine three seven. Eight six five three 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 five nine three seven. And Wombat, uh, we talked about a topic a little earlier in the week. Is that something that you wanted to go into on the air, um, or was that just yeah. for a conversation at the time?
1: No, no, no. Let's kind of <laughs> go into it. So, okay. I so the weird thing is I got job. Uh, in Kentucky, and it's a real job. <laughs> it's my uh-huh. first real job, if you wanna. Yeah. And because of that, uh, I have the opportunity of. Actually, uh, signing up for a retirement plan, a 401k, and I was really excited about that because I was learning a lot of things that I didn't really know about, including how to like allocate a portfolio for my future retirement. In order to do that, you have to understand how stocks work, how bonds work, how mutual funds work, and I was inundated with this list, this giant list of different. ...things that I can invest in, and I had no idea what was good from what was bad. I literally had a, a thousands upon thousands of options of which stocks I'm going to put my money into. My money's important to me. I need that, especially if I'm going to have to rely on it when I uh, retire. So I'm, so I'm looking at these lists, and I'm thinking, okay, I need to figure out how to parse the good stocks and the good bonds... Well, uh, Apart from the ones that I don't trust very much Or the ones I have very low confidence in Right. And I realized as I was doing this um, I, needed, I I was going through the same steps I would have had If I was dealing with a theologian Or like various different uh, churches Or people with different religious beliefs Because I'm put in a situation where There's these claims that are made If you give us this money we're going to have great returns for you I'm just like oh wow well, that's great how much? How, what's your record history? What what is your current profits to earning ratio? Do you have dividends? Do you? Is this something that is going to be taxed before or after payment? Like I have questions that be asked immediately after, and I find like if I was dealing with churches, if I was dealing with multiple different kinds of religious organizations, I don't normally have. I don't. I don't think the average person asked themselves the questions that I would have asked when it was with my money, and so. For the show topic today, I want to say let's put our money where our faith is, or money where our faith is, and invest in the right God. Um, A good place to start, for example, is at the end of every show you keep saying, hey, don't worry about it, everyone's going to somebody else's hell. Which hell's the worst? That's right. True. <laughs> right. which hell is the worst right. maybe you want to stay away from the absolute right. worst hell right. or maybe there's some hells that are better to or
2: maybe go, go to than others yeah um, very sketchy description of what heaven is uh, and what supposedly, like you're there and you're singing praises to God all the time. Heck, you can't even stand two hours in church on a Sunday but without getting bored oh, and restless, and get out of there. How can you imagine doing it yeah. 24-7 for billions of years? The
1: rapture sounds more interesting than the eternal life with God part, if that sounds fair. Because rapture, you got wars, there's dragons, there's things flying part people dying, incredible feats of incredible epicness, but then after you win, it's, praise God, yeah, praise God, mm-hmm. for eternity, mm-hmm. praise God, yeah. at a certain point, you kind of get tired of that, yeah. I would hope so.
2: Yeah. Oh, you Can you brave? not even pur- pursue a, a hobby, I wonder? You know, <laughs> 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 I mean, learn how to oh. play an instrument or something, yeah. And, True. And well, maybe a little hard you know, if you're you like your, <laughs> marriage is, it, your marriage is death to your part, so you're not even married when you get to heaven. If you know some people yeah, don't say that's too. a good thing, but uh,
1: I, what do you do if you're in a situation where, and this is and this may not apply to everybody, but you, maybe you don't get along very well with your family. Maybe there was like some heated things that happened, and you're happy and you're much healthier apart from them. Could you imagine staying with them forever? Like yeah, is man. is is that going to be awkward, knowing that you're in a place forever? You're going to eventually meet your family. There's no way you can avoid it if you have infinite time that you're going to be in the same place. It's going to happen, and it's going to be awkward. It'll be like, hey, Kevin, we haven't seen each other in the last uh, 45,000 years. How you been? Oh, I'm good. Thanks. 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 Yeah, but well, Julia
2: Sweeney did a one-woman show where uh, these um, Mormon sh- uh, kids came to the door and wanted to talk to her about the message they had from God for her. And uh, one of the things that was their selling point was to tell her that you would be able to go to heaven and spend eternity with your family. She said, oh, with my family? Uh, that wouldn't work too well for me. <laughs> and how many other people are in that type of situation? They would rather spend eternity with their friends than they would with their family. Sure. I really don't mean it in a bad way, but like you get to
1: choose who you want to be with. Your family are the people who you're born with. You might be able to make better choices in a weird way. Also, how far back can you really go? Uh, or how about this? Uh, so let's say there's um, a concert and say, hey, you know, it's great that you can see all these people who like lived and and that you never got a chance or lived and died, but you never got a chance to see them, assuming they go to heaven. Let's just assume like all the your favorite artists go to heaven. How many times can you see a Bon Jovi concert? Like, maybe fifteen times before it gets old? Thirty seven times. Uh-huh. Fourteen thousand times before it kinda gets old? You're like, okay, we've been in eternity for 500,000 years are we going to go see Bon Jovi again no we saw that last century
2: yeah. we got tired of him already mm-hmm. Bon Jovi probably in hell <laughs> <I mean>. <laughs> so <laughs> wow that's judgmental yeah. uh, you yeah. don't know them you can't, you're you not allowed to judge yeah. uh, well, there, no, speaking there's of a, though, there's a joke that uh, goes around it says uh you know, most engineers go to heaven, you know, it's, but in this one instance, you know, they made a mistake and they sent this engineer to hell. Well, he gets down uh-huh. there and he finds it's really hot, so he looks around and finds a way of, of setting up a cooling system. And he finds that, you know, they're, they're very uncomfortable with humidity, so he sets up a dehumidifier. And he makes all these oh. improvements and stuff, and then finally Evan catches up with their, their mistake, and they run down there and say... Uh, you know, we need to get that engineer back, and and the devil says, "No, you can't have him." He's making it really nice down here for him. He says, "Well, I, I will get him back. I'll sue," and uh... the devil says, "And where are you going to find a lawyer?"
1: <laughs>
2: so that's yeah, funny. Yeah, that, all that's a silly, that's a silly
0: joke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so so. Speaking of heaven, I think we transitioned pretty well into this. Why should we be afraid of going to the biblical version of hell?
2: How many millions, how many thousands of religions out there that have an afterlife, and how many of those have hells? And you know, you can't you can't avoid them all. I mean, if you if you decide one religion, all the other religions are going to say, "Well, you're going to our hell." You know, you may be going to one religion, you may be avoiding one hell, but you're you're still got you know a chance of going to ten thousand other hells. It's and time, we're going to talk
1: about them. The time to worry we're
2: going to get into them when they when they actually prove that souls exist. I mean, everything else in the world so there- when it dies, we don't have any trouble at all. Uh, thinking that, well, that's it for them, you know, dogs or cats or, or even apes, uh, elephants, you know, when they die, well, they, they die, they rot, but not us. We humans, we live forever, we have to. How can we possibly, how could there possibly be a world without me in it? And it's just egotistical. I got some pet peeves with that statement. Uh,
1: first of all, there are some people who think they're in hell right now. Yeah. And, and, they and may believe. not even believe in souls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That, a, they might a, be a type of hell, but certainly not a supernatural one or an afterlife type of hell. So, so I think the time to start believing
1: in hell is when there's proof that hell exists, not yeah. even when a soul exists. Like yeah. You've got to prove to me that this well, thing that you're talking about exists in the first right.
2: place. Sure. I mean, there's all kinds of problems, all kinds of holes in that whole scenario. If somebody says, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, uh, your soul will spend eternity in hell... Well, that's, I mean, because of sin. There are about five things in that statement that have never been tri- proven to be true. The Christ, heaven, hell, sin, souls, all of that is just pure claims by the church in order to keep you in the pew and keep you tithing.
1: Sure, it's ultimately a fear, t- uh, right. a fear tactic to keep
2: you faithful.
1: But I will say this. Assuming that the Christian hell is a place, or so we're referring to it, you know, tongue in cheekly uh, uh, my my whole conceit is, you know, if I get sent to hell, I would imagine other people who are like me will also be sent to hell. And if that's the case, I'm totally fine, because I feel like the people who are like me are at least as honest, or at least as honest about trying to find truth as I am. I would rather spend an attorney with them than people who completely guessed on a wild gamble that this god... from this time period's interpretation of this version of the Abrahamic religion of this version from this particular Bible was correct and then they go in to heaven, I wouldn't want to spend any time with them. They might be all grammar Nazis. They might be (laughs) terrible people at at, at the the core who just happen to believe in God, and that was enough to get them through, and God doesn't care whether or not they think rationally or actually good people, but just had faith in them and did their right prayers or whatever, Mm -hmm. and and they got through the gates. I'd rather be in a place where I know that I'm myself, I'm being punished for consequences that I chose, and I'm around like-minded individuals. The worst punishment they could actually do to me is to like wipe my brain completely and make me praise a god I didn't wasn't convinced of in the first
2: place. Right. So anything less than that is I already know you can't hurt me. That a mother goes to heaven, you know, and, but her, one of her childs go to hell. How could she possibly be all happy and and, and have eternal glee and uh, happiness sure. uh, forever if her, she knows her child's in uh, in hell? And if the if they if God wipes her memory of her child, then it changes who she is, uh, and right. then she's not the person that she was. So, it, it's just, so it's just, it's dumb. Would I,
1: have, would I rather have a brainwashed mom that mm-hmm. goes to heaven, uh-huh. or a mom that's okay with me going to hell? Right. There's no way that's possible. So she'll either go to hell as well, and if that's the case, we're all in the same pot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's some uh, uh, catharsis in knowing that, you know, hell may, heaven may only be for just one person, because... It can only be perfect for one person. It can't be perfect for two. It, there's going to be just different preferences between two people unless their minds are wiped so that they only think one way.
0: Right. Um, uh, it's, it's
1: just, it seems like hell doesn't seem as bad if you're with your friends and you have an infinite amount of time to get used to things. And y- y- like I said, I think the crowd in hell in certain circles might be a hell of a lot better than some of the people that you would meet in heaven any day of the week. I know that sounds crazy, right. but that's that's just how I feel about it a little yeah, bit. I would correct. rather hang out at a bar than a, a congregation of people who are literally interpreting the Bible. That would really bother me.
2: Yeah, It bothers you here. Can you imagine how it would bother you for sure. 24-7? Oh my hours. gosh.
1: It would be like hell
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it would actually be No, but getting sure. back to what you were saying at the very beginning of the show, that people just sure. don't put enough thought into the religion. They just it's a, like I call it a, a end user license agreement. You just scroll to the bottom and sign off on it without reading it. Ah. You <laughs> know, it, That's it's true. It, it's like a EULA, but. They they really do need to to think about it, especially if they came to the religion through their family. In other words, if it was their mom's religion and their dad's religion and they never thought about it and they just started going to church with them and and were brainwashed as a child, well, guess what? That's how your parents came along to to that point. And their parents. And their parents. It's time to break the cycle. It's time to think about what you're actually buying into. You know, even the concept of souls. If you, if we could prove that humans don't have souls, and it's very likely that they don't, then how many religions out there would just go out the window? Uh, Even the reincarnation ones, it would just be, uh, it would be a moot point. Um, They like to say that. They have religions to teach us morals. But all you need for morals is empathy and compassion for your fellow man. That will take you 99% of the way to having a good set of morals. But what religions are basically dictates that throw good morals in there uh, as a way of selling the religion to you so they can get control of everything else in your life. That's my humble opinion.
1: But I'm, but I'm also thinking about it as also going back to the beginning of the show that if I had one soul that I that was proven to me to exist, much like I have uh, my paycheck that a part of it will go to my 401k. Mm-hmm. How do I make sure I'm investing in the best God investment? Uh, right. I can say, hey, you know, the one that I was born in, that my mom raised me in, that's that's the one I'm going to go with. But that's like saying, hey, my mom has a uh, retirement company with Bob's Retirement Company. I should also put my money in Bob's Retirement Company. No, maybe I have other options. Maybe I can look and see around. Yeah. And if I'm really just going by where my soul will go for eternity after I die, there might be better options than just the Christianity heaven. Right. <laughs> and in that case... Why? when will I start applying a metric in terms of saying right. when am I getting out of this beyond the claim of whether or not it's true like is, is it worthwhile for me to even do like the holy books uh, tenets to go to this place if I won't even like going to this place is it worthwhile for me to not eat self- shellfish uh, wear clothes of different fabrics and hate gay people are order you're yeah Sure, and, or yeah, deny a big part of your personal uh, uh, lifestyle just mm-hmm. to conform to like this one belief. Right. Maybe there's other options for you, and if you start looking at these other options, apply the same questions that you would to your own faith, and right. see, is there a reason why you believe in this particular God, or is there something mm-hmm. more attractive otherwise, yeah. uh, uh, outside of your religion? Yeah. And then... At least then you'd be using a, uh, a standard,
2: right? I like to ask people, uh, you know, what's your your best reason for believing in God and your religion, and and then the second question is, if I could disprove that reason and say it show you that it was false, would that would that convince you not to believe in your religion? And that's always the answer is always no. You know, no, I have. 27 other reasons well you could take them in order i guess and you could just debunk each one but it's a whole network of beliefs that people have bought into throughout their lives you know the 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 bible their church friends their church life um their their family the the community that they belong to um just everything is and and some people's lives are built about, about the religion um one person who really handled that really well in a, in a deconversion story uh... is online his name is evidence three and you spell it evid three nc C three. why i am no longer a christian and he has an hour and a half video that takes you from when he was a bible believing christian and you know one of the most faithful people you can imagine uh... through the process of walking out of the religion and becoming an atheist at the end. It's one of the most well-documented videos I've ever seen on it, and I I highly recommend it. I'll look that up. Yeah, but he Um, he actually took the time to examine his beliefs. Uh, He had some help in in an older man who was not really wanting him to take that journey, but uh, he kept questioning and questioning and questioning until he, he finally just worked his way out of it like most of us do and most of us atheists i mean do most atheists uh, the the listeners may not realize it but most atheists are post-religion in other words we're not really good ground for evangelizing to uh don't come down to an atheist meeting and try to w- sway us over to religion because we've been there done that and got the t-shirt uh the teachings of christianity basically are ten commandments and and you know the commandments to do this 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 and this but there are other religions out there that that have much better morals much better teachings for daily lives like a uh, buddhism Taoism, uh, even Confucianism has has great moral teachings uh it, it may be that to be a better person you might want to try one of those religions if you if you don't want to get away from religion altogether Anyway, we are down at the bottom yeah, of the but, hour. We probably need to take a break. Anything you want to throw out there before we do, though?
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. There is stepping stones to walking away from uh, uh, a much more prominent religion that you find yourself stuck in. And definitely check those out. That's what we're talking about today. Just making the best investment with your soul possible.
2: And this is Digital Free Thought Radio Hour, broadcasting live from WOZO. 103.9 LPFM, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're here every week. We ju- we've been doing this on Sunday. We've done it for about a year, or over a year, I guess, on Sunday. And we're just now switching to Wednesday. So we will be here every week going forward, 7 o'clock. Set your dial. Remember the the light, the lock on your dial. And uh, see us here every week. We do have another half hour of the show. We're going to play a song, uh, one of the... Atheist songs that I mentioned earlier That Steve Martin would deny exists And uh, we'll be back with the second half of the show Hang in there
0: One day the sun Is going to die For us it means no more sunsets To the universe Just one less star in the sky Almost all who ever lived have already
1: Listening to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on Wozo 103.9 LPFM in Knoxville, Tennessee. Feel free to join in on the conversation at 865 333 5937. That's 865 333 5937. And now, back to the
2: show. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour.
0: Simply the best.
2: Okay, we're back. Let me talk a little bit about the free thought groups that are here in Knoxville. I know the audience out there is waiting with bated breath, waiting to know how they can join an atheist group here in Knoxville. So let's start off with the Knoxville Atheists group. It's called the Atheist Society of Knoxville. Um, they meet, well, let me, let's just say it's... It was founded 15 years ago and now has almost 700 members. You can find it online at Com or .org, either one. And you can join them at their meetup near Westtown Mall. They, uh, They meet for happy hour and food every Tuesday at West Hills Taps and Flats near Westtown. Everybody's welcome as long as you don't preach, proselytize, provoke, or punch. Thank you, Matt Dillahunty. Then there's the Rationalists of East Tennessee. They've been around even longer. They've been around more than 20 years. RET is, has biweekly presentations and discussions at the Pellissippi State Campus near Hardin Valley Road. They meet twice a month on the first and third Sundays at the Goins Administration Building Cafeteria Annex. If that sounds too complicated, just go on campus and follow the signs. Also, you can go to their website, therationalist.org, or just simply rationalist.org, and click on... Um, current events, and then we'll tell you all about it. There's also the Sunday Assembly, which started in England a couple of years ago and has spread around the world. It's a no-God church setting for those who have had enough of religion, but still like the fellowship of a church-type gathering. Uh, They meet at the International Building, which is downtown near the fairgrounds, and they meet only once a month, which is the fourth Sunday of every month. Um, There's also the Freedom From Religion Foundation, those nice people from Madison, Wisconsin, which protect your separation from church and state. Uh, They meet the third Wednesday at 7 o'clock at the Earth Fair Turkey Creek location. Uh, You can go there. All guests are welcome, and you can come and either just watch or join. There's also a Secular Student Alliance, which has programs to give camaraderie and community to any free-thinking high school or college student who would like to be involved in the free thought movement or just find secular companionship in the Bible Belt. Heaven knows it's lonely here for us if you're not connected. If you have a community event and would like to uh, have a public announcement be made on WOZO radio, just create an MP3 to reflect that event. And contact us by our website, wozoradio.com, to arrange for it to be played on, on in rotation. Uh, if you are listening to us on FM and you're, it's getting weaker and weaker as you leave the downtown area, know that you can always listen to us online at wozoradio.com. Just go there and click Listen Now. And we're back to the show, the regular topics. Uh, well, Wombat, you want to take us away on that?
1: Sure. We're talking about the best investment with your potential eternal future. Which God do you trust it with? Which kind of uh, uh, eternal paradise do you prefer over the other? Which claim do you believe to make the most important decision Of your potential afterlife (laughs) and and am basing this similar to what happened when I was trying to decide how to uh, make my portfolio for my 401k or my retirement plan and I'm gonna paint a scenario for you if that's possible can I do that real quick sure Okay, so here's the scenario. I have a product. It's in a box, okay? It's the it's a product in a box. And I'm company A, and I'm telling you, this is the greatest product of all time. It's going to revolutionize technology. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. And we made it 100%. This is our product. Then, in a couple of seconds, another company comes into the room, company B. And their spokesman says, hey, don't listen to them. This is actually our product. We made it 100%. We're going to invest it. We're going to have a lot of profit coming in for us. Uh, You want to buy this from us. We are the best product around, and we're the best company to sell it. And three seconds later, another company comes in with the same spiel. Each one of those companies claims that that product belongs to them, right? And you only have one Group batch of a billion dollars. <laughs> you have one. You, let's say you have one billion dollar paycheck, and you can only give it to one of those companies mm-hmm. for that product. Yeah. Which one do you trust? Which one do you? What do you need to make the decision between all of those claims? Because they can't all be true, and there's not even a possibility that one of them's true. There's a, there is that potential that maybe even all of them are.
2: Uh, and the um, only way you can people. find out is by dying.
1: The only way you can find out is by what?
2: Dying.
1: Oh, no idea. <laughs> or giving away your check. Yeah, yeah. That uh, might be uh, uh, If I gave away a billion dollars no, to the wrong person, I would yeah, be dead. No, no. Oh, and my in, gosh.
2: in the scenario that I believe you're building, uh, comparing it to religion, there is no way to test it. You cannot test it even by giving them your money. It's unfalsifiable yeah. and untestable.
1: Should I maybe not invest in this time until I have better information? Mm -hmm. Isn't that an option for me? That
2: works for me. I
1: think that's a good point, and uh-huh. I think maybe that's where the position that we're coming from. In that we don't have enough information to know which company to give our money to, yeah. and we do agree that our money is valuable. I think all I think all as us as well as Christians agree that you know who we are is valuable, how we treat people is valuable, and whatever happens to us, whether we know about it or not, or, or, or whether we're confident about it or not, could be important to us. And the whole concept is. Do we have enough information to make a rational choice on which God to invest in? And I don't think we have that information right now.
2: What about you? Do you think we do? No, I don't think anybody can. I'm I'm a militant agnostic. I don't know, and you don't either. (laughs) So, no, I don't think there's any way you can. However, you can test them as, like uh, we were talking about a little earlier, about uh, Taoism and uh, Buddhism, Confucianism. There are religions out there that have uh, demonstrable results from following the religion, in other words, you live a better life you uh, you are kinder to your fellow man you you form more uh, salient communities. Uh, there are things that are testable in this life, but that doesn't necessarily or for me at all doesn't mean that you should accept any supernatural claims. You should do it on the uh, on the results that you can see manifesting in this world.
1: do you think that it's possible? That um, someone could have an experience in their lifetime, maybe a, uh, a, uh, a potential going to the hospital because they had a moment where they passed away, and then they were able to come back, and they had like a near-death experience of some sort, and they're able to say, Hey, you know what? I did find out that company A was telling the truth, or that God was telling me the truth because i saw those privates myself i can tell you everything you want to know about them if you just read my book
2: (laughs) well um... no personally i wouldn't but at the same time why not that's all the proof that
1: you need now you have someone who knows
2: well for for one thing when when you're dying your brain is not functioning at its optimal capacity or or optimal uh, methods i guess Mm -hmm. um... It's it's losing oxygen. It's malfunctioning. It's misfiring. Basically, you're you know no telling what you're going to see. But I'll tell you one thing: uh, Buddhists don't see Jesus. Uh, Christians don't see Muhammad. Uh, you know, you don't see the uh, the elephant god of Hindus if you if you don't worship it. But the the, the the images that are there in your mind are the ones that come up. Uh, you know, it's like a memory comes <laughs> to the surface when you when you're uh, having a near death experience. And they have been tested. There are people who have said they can leave their body, and they've been tested. What they do is they they say you can leave your body. You can float above your bodies. Yeah. So what they do is they write something on a piece of paper and put it on top of the cabinet and put the guy under and let him, you know, do what he's going to do. And when he comes back, he, he can never tell them what was written on that, that piece of paper. There are ways of testing these claims. James so Ray me- <laughs> is very good at, at testing these claims. He put up a million-dollar reward for the people who could prove any supernatural claim. Nobody has ever been able to do it in a laboratory right. situation. James, no, James Ramsey Foundation. Dr. James Ramsey. I hope Randy, that guy lives Randa, pretty yes, well. Right. So, if you aren't
1: convinced by what they say, we can move on to Company B. Company B has the thing that might switch your mind completely. They have this guy who's capable of knowing this other person who uh, has reportedly healed people from uh, disease. He can also uh, send an email to the CEO and if he needed a car payment, he would get a check in the mail exactly for the car payment. All these miraculous things are happening to Company B. Like all the people are going well. There's people who needed jobs. They're getting jobs. There's people who are sick. They're getting well. There's people who wanted a call from their their uh, sons and daughters and they're getting the call, it seems like all your dreams come true with Company B. Why, aren't you, why don't you subscribe to Company B? It seems like all those amazing things are happening to
2: All of those things can happen, I guess, uh, in a show. It's showmanship. Uh, I mean, how many times uh, have we found that uh, faith healers are nothing but scam artists? Um, Peter Popov was found out by uh, James Randi himself. Uh, It turns out he had somebody who was out there talking to people. Uh, He was a a psychic, theoretically, a mind reader, and he he had assistants out there talking to people and he had a radio embedded in his ear Uh, and, you know, they were feeding him the answers. And uh, James Randi brought a radio receiver and tuned in, you know, scanned the channels until he found it and exposed him. I mean, these are all claims. All of these are just claims, and until you can actually prove it. Now, also, you were saying that they there are people who feel Christ move in them or feel the the Holy Ghost move in them. That is that is, uh, you know, you you go to a movie and you and. Poor old Yeller dies at the end. You are mo- emotionally charged totally. and moved, and, and the music swells, and all of it is choreographed to have you crying at the end. Well, they do the same thing in church. It's called spiritual manipulation. Uh, look sure. that up. Go to Google and look it up. Spiritual manipulation, and you'll find out how they choreograph these church mm-hmm. sermons to bring you to a peak of a, a peak of emotion uh, at the time when you know when it most. Enriching for them, but how about this? I think you're, sh- I think you're short selling Company
1: B. Look, <laughs> everyone in every cus, every every single worker in Company B, they are using that product in the box that they claim they made to mm-hmm. be better people. They're helping people. They're going out. They're like walking with old ladies across the street. Mm-hmm. They feel fulfilled. They're they're treating people, knowing the consequences of their actions, and mm-hmm. they're generally. They're volunteering at soup kitchens. They're helping the poor. How can you not say that Company B made that product when all of their workers are such great people?
2: Yeah, how dare you? The the proof is in the works is what you're saying. But here's, yes, here's look the it. thing. You can do all of that without religion. You can do all of that without supernatural beliefs. You don't have to have a religion to do that. People do them all the time, and they're not trying to convert you to their religion. Uh, there are so many times when when these uh, religious organizations go out to soup kitchens and, and hospitals or uh, and have um, psychiatric sessions with them because they keep... they they catch people at a low point in their life when they're open to suggestion that, they're, that they may have the answer. Uh, and, and it's not hardly altruistic when we're out there doing that and able to get more converts to sit in your pews and to feed you money. I know that some people think that, uh, well, some people profess and some people, I guess, do, uh, do things like that, altruistic things, uh, because the Bible tells them to or Jesus told them to. But you don't need that kind You don't have to have a God telling you to do that stuff. All you have to have is compassion and empathy for your fellow man. Uh,
1: is what you're saying, then, that company may have great workers, but it doesn't necessarily mean that because they have great workers that what they're claiming is true. Yeah. They could just have really great workers, but their overall conclusion that they made the product right. or the, the box that's in front of you may mm-hmm. not necessarily be... Uh, a correlation between the two right. and you still don't have enough information
2: mm-hmm. especially if you if if they're making claims not only on your money but your time and your your uh, dedication your, your your life basically in control of it um... Some, sure. some churches will want to control everything about you even down to the way you dress think about the price that you're having to pay for your religion uh, it's it can be extremely high don't Oh you want to talk about costs. prices. Don't talk yeah. You
1: want to talk about prices?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Oh my gosh. Look. So here's Company C, okay? Mm-hmm. They're all wearing tuxedos, or not tuxedos, like very, very expensive suits. I won't say from which country. I I don't I'm not big into stereotypes. But they're gonna make you an offer that you can't refuse, okay? Listen to this. Yeah. Alright, look. It you have a really, really nice billion dollar check in front of you, you probably have a nice